That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode of Cheaties Podcast. That's right. This is one of those full episodes where we've got an interview, and it's not, you know, it's not exactly what these uh, these full interview episodes are, but it's an incredible one. Yeah, we we don't talk a lot of cheating. I, I looked at the time. Uh, if you really need a cheating story, you I would go fast forward to about the 32-minute mark and listen until the, about the 36-minute mark. <laughs> That's not yeah, true. Yeah, this is a long episode. Not-, not a lot of cheating in there. Um, but we, <laughs> we, we're, we're interviewing our friend, comic, in, at Nashville, in Nashville, and he's hilarious. And he has a lot of other insightful stuff to talk about um, relationship-wise. Um, life path wise comic wise so we're we're gonna do it we're still gonna put this d thing out there yeah why not like i i i'm gonna be honest you know he's a talker i'm a talker uh Mm -hmm. you are busy you had stuff to do and you know what but we get into it and we settled into the into the discussion because i think he covers a lot of really good stuff the cheating story like you said isn't that long but um but he does cover some really important stuff about toxic toxic masculinity that he has come mm-hmm. to understand and explore more as an adult man, which I thought was a beautiful sentiment. And he also just talked a lot about like his life growing up and how he became the person that he was. So it made the cheating story make a lot more sense. And it made where his journey is now as a stand-up comic and a showrunner make a lot more sense to me. So I don't know. I think everybody will really, truly enjoy it. If you like our interviews and you like our guests, you'll love this one. Um, Before we get into the interview with our guest today, let's shout out to one of our all-time favorite sponsors, Good wives. Correct. Speaking of 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 you know being sensitive, um, our our sponsor, Good Wipes, they um produce these phenomenal flushable wipes with some amazing scents, um, like rose water and cedar for the guys. They're hypoallergenic. So look, they're safe safe for sensitive skin, they're soothing, they're non-irritating. Um, and so if, if you're, if you are somebody that that's a little bit nervous that that you would, um, have a little reaction, you're good with good wipes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was beautiful, man. That was good. That's true. You are. And if y'all, if you've maybe had experiences in the past with using, you know, some off brand or like store brand uh, flushable wipes, or maybe even worse, baby wipes on your adult parts. Uh, you might be like, no, I don't care for those. I'd prefer not to do that. I'd prefer to just bring a water hose from outside into my house and Mm -hmm. do it that way instead. Let me tell you something. There is something special about these. I did used to have bad experiences with the old school wipes. So if you haven't reintroduced yourself to new wipes uh, lately, use these as a sensitive person with sensitive skin. These are incredible. Like you said, I haven't had any issues. Um, they're built for that and they just smell great and they don't leave sticky residue. They're really nice. And more than anything, if y'all are local Atlanta listeners, or you love supporting the beautiful city of Atlanta, this company is based in Atlanta. These owners are from here. They're hometown boys. They are, um, incredible. I know them personally and they're just a good company. Yeah, they're great people, and they have been giving you a bunch of shout-outs, um, yeah. supporting you for your AGT appearance. That I know. Um, it's about to, it's about to, 
happen right now. It's happening right now. We got to Yeah, get- yeah. So I'm once again, uh, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod yet, but I'm on this season of America's Got Talent, but we don't know which night. We don't know which night. So to it premieres, um, we're recording this right now during the premiere day, but uh, we'll have more information for you with our next catch up with all that. But uh, catch me week two through something else. We're not sure which episode, but it won't be tonight. Um, y'all tune into tune into AGT season 17 and make sure to support a good company that supports their friends. Um, like good wipes, go to target, grab you a pack, any of them. They're great. Phenomenal. All right. Without further ado, we've got so much more talking to do. So uh, please enjoy this interview with Brad Sativa. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? Let us know so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, Stabbies, we've got the one and only Brad Sativa in the house. Brad, how are you doing this fine morning? I am doing well, ladies. Thanks, uh, first foremost, for having me. It's uh, oh. the day after, what it was, uh, Memorial Day yesterday. Oh, that's true. So, that's true. It's so, yeah. So we Brad come in opens, for three days. That opens we, is like like this is a radio show. He really like, does. Maybe uh-huh. what's up? Sorry, we were off yesterday. Yesterday <laughs> was Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Today we um, should have a little uh, lighter traffic as some people turned a three day into a four day weekend. So uh, because I got a nice speaking voice made for radio, it's all right. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah, yes, I would just I need to tell our uh, radio listeners in their cars <laughs> right now just just the scene, set the scene up. Please, for, I know uh, I wanted. I was like, which one of us are going to do it? And I don't. So, yeah, I'm so ready. All right. Um. Go. Okay. First of all, we're just going to start from behind you. This mm-hmm. is never before. There is a a loose a loose door <laughs> with some stained glass homemade stained glass windows back there, or painted. Just There's no, the windows? door is not. Yeah, the door is not connected to anything. No, nope. yeah. then it's just leaning a, on the wall. Yeah, and then a deer head next to it on just white walls. Nothing else on the walls. Yeah, and then, well, when I when I got on, when I logged on, I saw lace, and then your your screen was just a stream of smoke, mm. and <laughs> that stream of smoke hasn't stopped. Well, I'm no. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you got you got more um, of whatever you're smoking. And and then Brad was like, well, hold on. I got to go get my headset. And then he came back and put on a call center headset, the tiny ones with the little stick that comes around to your mouth. A, no, it's a, it's a long clitoris, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't dig. They get that right. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 right now look like you're in a low budget music video. <laughs> it truly does. With you look smoke. like you in your your I, boyfriend's closet. <laughs> she is, and she is. You are very you are very uh, right about that. Also, when you said long clitoris, my head's I laughed so hard my headset flew off and I had to just go retrieve it. Yeah, 
I'm never going to stop laughing about that. I'm yeah. never going to yeah. look at a headset. I'm never going to pull up to a Chick-fil-A <laughs> and not think <laughs> that, they're, that those sweet little Christian teenagers <laughs> are sitting there talking to the tip of a long clip. Yeah, I'm going to buy whatever you're selling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's and then you, I just need you to whisper. It's my pleasure, <laughs> right into the end of that, and then my lick pleasure. it a little bit. My I'll pleasure is my pleasure. <laughs> no, no, Brad, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. <laughs> I'm doing this for everybody. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what, Lord? Yeah, what a disgusting oh. start. Also, during all of this. Just a random white dude poked his head in the back too. Uh, who's oh, that? Do we know him? No, oh, that's my roommate. He is a comic, but he is nosy. Like, look, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on. They're like, why would you even peek in? He put it's his head like- in just for a sec. He leaned it into the frame. Yeah, it's- and then and they got out. One day, the one day, this is dumbass. I'm sitting here in a meeting <laughs> with clients. I'm talking to clients. And you just trying to sell him some Cutco he, knives. He walked through. <laughs> Zoom. All right, look, hold on. I'm, 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 t- I'm taking check marks. I'm, I'm coming. I'm clapping back at everything you say, Catherine. So just not. I'm, I'm clapping back. So He's just ready not, to go. Keep going. I'm gonna keep going, but it's no. I'm keeping tab. Uh, but yeah, he was like walking by in the middle. I'm talking to clients, and he's just standing in his drawers, like, like looking what I'm. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? Get the hell up out of here. Like, no. Like, why? No. What are you doing? Like, no. like I like, had to ban him. It's like, that, like that's why he probably was looking. Cause I banned him from coming over to a certain part of, part of the room. He know he can't even, if he see me on this on this computer, like, don't even come past don't this point. Come over here. Yeah. yeah. You got the room taped up? Yeah, that's what man. the loose. That's what the loose door is for, because he can prop it up like a dog gate, like a temporary <laughs> dog mm-hmm. gate. Y'all talking keep, shit. That yeah. is a that is a shelf. That is a weird shelf. <laughs> okay, there are not things yeah. you can put on that. I hate yeah. you. That is yeah. That is uh, some Nashville uh, fucking decor yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. We didn't. Make, Brad's coming from us from Nashville. Right. Hey, he's he's Nashville's own Brad Sativa. Yeah, I'm not Nashville on. I am transplanted, but yeah, where are you from? Originally? Only reason I have to say that is because I am from a little bitty town in West Tennessee. It's called Milan, Tennessee. It's spelled like Milan, Italy. So I never Mil- and they call it Milan. Yeah. It's like in Kentucky they call Versailles Versailles. It's Versailles, Kentucky, but spelled Versailles. They do not. Yeah, we have the a million of those in Georgia too. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. think of them all, but we we do them wrong too. Yeah. But that's hilarious. Myelin. Yeah, so, yeah, well, my, myelin. Myelin is a part of the body. It's a part of the nervous system. It's the protective sheath on the end of nerve endings, and when it's damaged, that that's what multiple sclerosis is. But anyway, perfect name for you. So you're all welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from a multiple sclerosis city. <laughs> from, um, from the, yeah, so. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So. Um, okay, I I was about to confuse it with what's the one we have a curvy back. That's um, uh, uh, scoliosis. Scoliosis. Very different than multiple sclerosis. Right. right, right. Uh, Richard Richard Pryor died of multiple sclerosis. Oh, I thought I was going to say I thought everyone had scoliosis, and I was like, speaking of shelves, it's, everything is low because everybody can't can't. It's hard to reach up high. Anyways, all right. That's different. That's different. Violent. Mylan, Mylan, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. I have to say, I have to say Mylan because I make sure I do that because, like, for one, I want anybody to think that I forgot where I came from. I am a country backwoods dude. 
uh, but yeah, I moved the uh, I moved to the Nashville area to go to college, and then I stayed after. So that's how I ended up in Nashville. But I've okay. been in Nashville my whole adult life uh, yeah. around this area, my whole adult life. But I don't want to let them know and not that go without saying that West Tennessee, I am from the backwoods, and that's where oh, I'm yeah. from. And so, all right, a real yeah. bring up story. Four wheel came- riding, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. You came right. Nashville. Dude, Mm-hmm. The white dudes used to take the first day of hunting season off of class. That's how. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ours too. Yeah. Ours too in school. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If it's deer season, ain't going to be. I was the only boy. I was the only boy. It was me and all white women. It's so good. Hey, that's a good day. Yeah. That's, that's when I knew I could. I was like, all right, I'm going to take advantage of this. See, and you they did, were, it was your hunting season too. I was going to say, everybody goes <laughs> to school in bright orange. Yeah, but and, and, and reflectors. Just like, we, don't know where, we don't know where they are. We don't know where they're hiding, but they're out I grad- there. I graduated in 2001. And like high school, so that people could like bring like they used to like go hunting before yeah. class and bring the dead shit in the back of the truck. I yeah. I, I graduated '02 and and I went to to uh, so my high school had like a total of like 800 people in it. So the middle of nowhere in like this county that had like three red lights. I think they've got four now. And um, but yeah, same thing. Every people had gun racks in their trucks, and they had their I don't know if they were allowed to have their guns on their gun racks or I think they would hide them under their seats or something. I can't remember what the laws were back then, but, um, but yeah, they would like, they all had gun racks in the back of their trucks. I know. Cause I've been in a few of them. So- <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh, that's terrifying. Do, you do what you gotta do when you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right? You, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. Listen, listen, do, do right. what you have access to, you know, Brad, you're, you, you're, you're done with hunting season. You come up to Nashville You've you've made a name for yourself. You're hilarious. You 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 beat you. You're a booked bitch. If I don't say so myself, you are booked. Um, right. And I told you this yesterday. You um, have you're you're a great comic, but you've also a great businessman, and you have a phenomenal merch line. Oh, it is. I want to. Mm, yeah, it's my absolute favorite. We can even go ahead and plug that now early in the yeah. podcast so if while anybody is listening to the podcast and they want to go ahead and just start searching your merch do some merch search um i think they need to because if there's anyone who is a fan of natural medicine um <laughs> right i think they would be organic. a fan holistic or, organic holistic, holistic right. natural yeah, um, from the earth uh then they need to check out what brad's selling brad talk about okay I want you to tell us before we even get to the story, uh, tell us the inception of like the name and all that stuff, how long you've been uh, uh, a fan. And um, yeah, tell us about your merch too. Yeah. So uh, I started because I was in the, so I used to be in the pharmaceutical sales industry uh, over a decade ago. Uh, So I did not know that I did. I I did pretty well for myself. Uh, but it comes a point where it's a it's a it's a limit to that and limit to what you should do. So I did kind of get in trouble a little bit, and then uh, uh, I decided, as one does, as one, one does, does. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I was oh no, I was I did that like dealt with that for like three or four years, and then I end up I'm like oh I want to get in the cash business, so I, I I end up bartending and serving, and I started bartending and serving, and I I kind of found my I guess my lane with that because I would talk kind of talk shit to people make them laugh cut up with them and Brad, I, that's my story too yeah for sure I, I bartended for 12 years dude i yeah, served in I wine sure. and and i just talk shit to people and people would be like you're funny and i'm like yeah i know i'm funny yeah it, it was weird yeah. and yeah. then and i was like being there, like i'm in nashville i was like opposite of atlanta uh it's not a lot of black people uh so, <laughs> <laughs> so i would be uh, a black person 
uh, working these white restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. so obviously I would stick out my like my personality would stick out because I was different from everybody else. Um, also, I always like kind of thank the restaurant industry for like for that because it got it actually reset everything. Uh, is where it puts you around every kind of person. Um, that's where I actively were around like gay people all the time, mm-hmm. and I said it in like in a weird way, but like when you're from the south and like yeah. from West Tennessee backwoods, you just don't necessarily see like gay people all the time like that or hang around and become actually built friendships uh and know it's nothing sexual involved you know what i'm saying just like as a grown man still pretty young kind of gave me um the ability to be around different people different backgrounds and i love i love that you're saying that because i swear to god i have said like there's so many horrible things to say about the restaurant industry Mm -hmm. and there's so many things that need to be changed it needs to be unionized there needs to be all kinds of stuff but besides all that I agree with you a thousand percent of like growing up in a super small town for most of my life and then coming into the city and bartending and meeting you. That's you're exactly right. You start to meet people and you learn things. You, you start to break down like stereotypes you might've had about people. Um, you learn some new stereotypes about people you didn't know. Like there's just, but it it opens you up and it, and you are exposed for the first time to everybody. Like, and then you create relationships with people you probably would have never like sat next to in high school or whatever. Like, I don't know. I agree with, oh man, I've, I've never heard yeah. anybody break it down like that, but I love, I love that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. It was cause different for real. Cause I worked in, the, I worked in what a bit like, I guess the, the equivalent of what the like Linux mall would be for like Atlanta. Yeah. It was, uh-huh. uh, I worked at, um, well, it was California pizza kitchen. Yeah. Uh, that was the first, that's oh, first. CPK, baby. CPK. Yeah. The reason why the, the funniest reason, the reason why I was filling out the application and it was like, well, other than marijuana, have you got in any other legal trouble? I'm like, I, no, I haven't. I absolutely actually have <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely have Hold not. On. Is <laughs> that, the, is that in the application? Oh, yeah, literally sure. it says restaurant application? marijuana. Yes. Definitely. We don't. That's funny. Definitely a CPK because it was already legal in uh, California. Uh, oh, you know what I'm right. and, and medical style. Yeah. So yeah, it's actually in their barbecue chicken pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah they put, that's why people fries. keep coming back. They put yeah. them in there. Uh-huh. Uh, like, so good and more hungry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what about like that was a. Uh, it was crazy working there. Yeah, it was like it was a lot of. We had probably one of the most diverse staffs working there so it was that's why like i said really just kind of opened me up to that and then so i started talking to tables i never knew how like kind of i guess the tipping thing went but i would they would be like people start asking me some of my other service like what how did the table tip you and i'd be like well oh, they gave me this amount or they gave me this they were like they gave you what and, I, and like, <laughs> i'm like yeah it was like oh no that was like bro that's like a 50 percent tip that's like a 40 percent tip i'm like oh bro I was just, i'm just talking to people cutting up with them and so I started like making a kind of a lot of money and the cash at that because that's how I was used to making cash. And so once I started getting the hang of it, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to a more adult place. Um, and then um, so strip club? No, no, no. <laughs> a more a more adult restaurant that oh, more, okay, more, yeah. like more right. bar based and not uh, and not as, yeah, it's not as kids based or family based. And I worked yeah. at a place called Cabana, and it was one of the uh, first restaurants that like kind of catered to the bachelorettes so mm. on the weekend it would be like oh yeah 
crazy. And it was like most, and we had a mostly women staff. It was funny. We only had like three dudes serving. Everything else was girls, but we had mostly girls that came up there. So it was always beef between the customers and the, and the service because the women like, oh, I hate these women. These bitches, these bitches. Uh, I can't say no. <laughs> but yeah, as, we're sorry about that, by the way. Yeah. Catherine but, and I were just. Because yeah, as a man, it, it was us three <laughs> dudes who make the most money. We're not going to change. We're aware. Yeah. I bet when you walked gonna... up, they were like, ooh. Oh yeah, you can have fun. You can have fun there because they they could play their own music. They had oh. their like auxiliary chords. So yeah, I was like, like I said, once again, one of the only black guys in the whole thing. And so I'm like, they. So if we have, we was right beside Vanderbilt and and uh, oh. Belmont, but Belmont and Vandy, they all they were all young white girls, so they all played nothing but rap music. They would play nothing but Gucci Man, all the gangster rap. And so I was the only black. So it was like. Once again, I would just make a lot of money because I was like the, the only one that was sticking out, yeah. and, and people yeah. had like good time, and I, I would like kind of mess with people, and I'd be like, "Oh, I hate that song. Like, play this song." And um, and, and yeah, like, right, right, right. Well, can we? Hear they're it? like, "Oh yeah, we're so sorry. We're so yeah. sorry." Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they were like, yeah, they was like probably twenty year olds. They all had fake IDs, yeah. but they probably they probably was all, like twenty year old like yeah. Vanderbilt like girls and some black dudes. I'm like, "Oh no, this is cool. You should do that." They was like, "Oh yeah, you right. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right." <laughs> so. So yeah, so I kind of did that for the longest. It um, then like yeah, the, my coworkers they thought I was the craziest thing ever. They're like, "You are so crazy. You should try stand up." You should. I'm like, "Now nah, y'all are crazy." So for two years, I'm like, "Fault that." I'm like, "I'm not doing this." I'm not like that. I'm like that. Pe- I'm like them people. I took like the actual in full. I actually gave comics a lot of credit. I'm like, what they doing is like they doing it. They rehearsing that. I'm like, I'm just making y'all laugh because y'all know me. And I actually okay. explained that to them. And uh, they were like, no, you should do it. You should do it. And then two years. See, that's I- smart, though. I want to jump in and say that's smart because there's so many people who don't, especially guys, no offense, mm-hmm. but mostly men who like come up to us and like, oh, you do comedy? I should do comedy. I'm funny. And they don't realize that a lot of them are just funny around people who know them and that no one else is going to get their inside jokes, that that's not going to like, you know. Translate. Translate. Thank you on stage. Yeah, yeah for sure. But good for you for thinking that. See, that's that's why you're a good comic. Yeah, it's just because, yeah, I used to, I used to like, say silly shit. I used to give people nicknames and, like, <laughs> and, like stuff like that. And, like, some of the nicknames, like, people still get called by them and things like that. So, it's, like, I did silly shit at work. It's, like, so it was never, <laughs> it was nothing never too crazy. But, yeah, I, so I kept telling them no. So, on my third serving job, so that my first one was the California Pizza Kitchen. Then I was at the, the crazy bar with the bachelorettes. So, the third one, I moved to this French, like, more, I guess, more, like, mm-hmm. up, upper class, like, restaurant. And it was me. It was a gay dude named Phil, um, and and he was funny. I was a year older than him, but I was a year older than him. But he he had he already he got gold. Man, he started getting gray hair super early, so we always <laughs> make fun of him for that. But he was a like, we was pretty much the same age, and we were both Virgos, and we had the same personality. Uh, I know it's weird. I know it's weird. No, I love this. I love but, it. But uh, but we had the same personality, so it was a. Like I said, the gay white dude was one of the craziest dudes because he was one of the ones that would kiss and tell. And I don't know why he would do it. He would come and tell me, like, for he would tell me, like, people who he who he got. Like, you know, I got him, Brad. I'd be like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was so. Oh, so God. Then, yeah, 
Oh, I miss restaurants for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it was so There's slutty. always some slutty gay dude yeah, there. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it was so we had two. We had one that was. <laughs> oh, I love it. One that was older, that was over the top. He was just too yeah. much. And, oh, and, yeah. and that one in that French restaurant, it was like they probably had like five gay dudes work there. That was like probably the most gay dudes I worked around. And uh, and I guess until, until comedy. Until comedy. <laughs> right, right. Sure. Until comedy. <laughs> then you're the only straight person. <laughs> <laughs> and, then every, and people don't even realize they gay yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was around year four. Yeah, it's like, it's like I keep hearing this said about gay stuff. You keep yeah. talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you keep on talking about mm-hmm. this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was like, like I said, working around a lot of these gay dudes. It was funny because like both of the main managers was gay. Uh, like one of the uh, oldest oldest servers that was there was gay, and then the guy that I hung around, he was um, his name was Phil, and he was like. He was gay too, but he was. We'd have like I said, he was. We were more close to age, so we'd have the crazy situations, and we would roast people. Um, yeah. And you know, said so we would just cut the fuck up the whole time. And then everybody was like, "Y'all should do comedy. Y'all should do comedy." And then Phil was the one that was like, "I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about doing it." Yeah, you know, Brad, we should go together. I was like, well, "Shit, hell yeah! If you're going, I'm going. I've been thinking about it too." And so. It was like, uh, so about a month passed. I'm like, yeah, we got to do it now. And so he's like, yeah, let's do it. And so I found it was the East Room. Uh, the mm-hmm. reason why I picked the East Room, at that time, it was two mics there, but the East Room was closer to where I lived. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, let's go to the East Room on that Tuesday. And then I went that Tuesday, and he did not go on that Tuesday. He did not come. And, yeah, and then it's like, and then we are seven years, <laughs> seven years later, I'm here. I and, love him. Yeah. Is the East Room, I've performed in the East Room before. Is it still around? It is still around. Actually, uh, next week, they have their 10-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Because I did it in, like, 2013, 2014. It's a good little room. It's, it's like a good a, room, yeah. Yeah. It's one of Friday? the... Uh, they don't have, see. It's it's a venue, so yeah. Not, yeah so it's not. Don't they do concerts there or something? Yeah, they do concerts. That's they what do, it was. They do all kind of things. Um, but yeah, so they've been having a mic on Tuesday for at least the last eight years. Oh, that's uh, cool. every, every Tuesday they had a uh, have a mic up there. They used to do every Sunday because when I first started, Chad used to do every Sunday. He used to be called Chad. Spiffy. Chad ran yeah. it. That's a, Chad booked us there. Chad booked Jared. And yeah. There Spiffy Squirrel, of, probably on a Sunday. Spiffy Squirrel. That's exactly yeah. what it was. I fell up the stairs because there's like she a fell. dip in the floor. Mm. Fail. Sorry. Fell. But Not there's a like a dip in the floor on the way up the st- the stairs, and I was wearing heels. And I fell into that dip and I fell flat on my face on the stairs and my heel flew off behind me and went under the stage. And the whole crowd is just sitting there and they're watching me. And I'm like face first on the floor. I get up on my hands and knees. I'm like crawling around. I get it. I am like choking back tears to start my set. Wait, did you, did you talk about it? So long ago. I tried to, and it was just more sad than funny. And I just, then I just wanted to like cry again. And then I had to do my set. How no one helped you get up? Nobody helped me. <laughs> I think my whole set is roasting everyone for not helping me. Yeah, but I was like a year and a half to less than two years into comedy. Okay, 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 okay. And I had never performed in Nashville before. That was the first time. And I was so like sick at my stomach. Like I was so nervous. I just wanted to run off the stage and cry like a little kid in a pageant. Yeah. Like that's what it, I wanted to do. Everybody's not like you. You was a maniac when you started comedy. Was a like you, psycho. Yeah, you had like yeah, you did like not you had a different attitude. Well, wait, you say that, but you didn't see her when she was very, very, very first. I saw her when she was very, very, very first. She, I didn't see not, very first. I she wasn't like, like that yet. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. She hey. wasn't like that yet. Hey. It took her some time to get some no. calls. 
No. Yes, it did. No. Oh, it I used to see you, your little Southern accent, and you'd be you like, know. yeah, it was, so I'm from Kentucky. Derby. I never <laughs> talked about Derby. <laughs> That's all I heard when you fucking talked. It maybe took me about two years to get. Yeah, to get spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, Brad, did you, how was your first set? It was uh, it was all right. I always say it was twenty four comics. I was like, I wasn't the best, I wasn't the worst, and that kind of inspired me to come back. Dude, if- I will say, like, I and I, I mostly had a very traditional start in comedy, but I, I hate admitting this, but I, I took a class at improv. So my first set was like a graduation show where you know everybody's there and they're supportive, but. So I always like whenever I see somebody because now I host the the mic at school. Whenever I see somebody, just like, like, okay, my first night, first time ever trying comedy, I'm like, that's crazy. You you didn't you didn't have like somebody teaching you how to write or anything, and people supporting you on your first night. So big big balls, big yeah. myelin, big myelin balls, big myelin balls. <laughs> well, I think yeah, man, that's. That's all we got back down there, big balls. But so. here's all right. So here's what I want to hear before we get into the cheating story. I want to hear. Um, oh, we're doing the, a cheating how, story. Yeah, shut up. Oh. So uh, before, but how did the name uh, Brad Sativa come around? Okay, so I actually used to. Uh, I used to do. Uh, I used to do music, so that's where uh, that's where I, the writing came from, or the outside the box thinking, I guess. So I used to. Um, so I used to be a songwriter. Um, so I wrote, wrote a lot and. So my day was drop top sativa and it wasn't because of a, a car. I mean, it wasn't because of like money. It's because I lost my mind. It's like, I lost it. Like, so, and so oh, that's yeah. where the drop top came from. Got it. Uh, so it wasn't like, Oh, I'm like, I'm making money. Like they went like a brag thing. It was more like, Oh, I lost my mind. The top gone. And, that's and then, good. Top's gone. Drop yeah. top. I love it. I right. love see it. you uh, explaining that to a bunch of brunch girls. Then being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, get we get it. Da-da. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> we um, see that. Yeah. And then the sativa <laughs> part was, uh, Sativa were you selling? Wait, were you selling little mixtapes at the at these bachelorette parties? No, no. no. I, like I did, like back back then, I was actually working on my first project when I started comedy. Like I did the projects that I worked that I have already got. I guess I got credit for or worked on. They all they was already out, and got I kind it. of uh, kind of stepped away from it then because I was more in management and songwriting mm-hmm. then for real. Like I would do got hooks it. for people and write that for people and stuff like that. So. It got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm going to start working on stuff myself and then my image of what I want and, like, more concept stuff. And as I'm working on that, like, Sativa, I was like, that was, of course, I knew that was the type of weed I like to smoke. And then, so I used to just go by Drop Top Sativa because I didn't want to go by Brad. But like, my real name is Brad Ballard. I didn't want to go by that because I felt like I would have to explain that every day because it's such a white name. I always call <laughs> it. It's a PLLC name. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's Brad so Ballard. Yeah, so I've always felt like I would have to explain it every time, every time I went on. And so, and I used to be, like say, drop tops of TV for probably like a month. Uh, and then I went to Denver, and uh, after I was I was in Denver, um, I went to, I was, it was down there for 420, for the, the High Times 420 Fest. And while I was down there, I was just taking everything in, and I went to a Snoop Dogg concert. Uh which of God, course I want to go to one so right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And you went on 420 in yeah, Denver. Yeah, Snoop it was. Dog? It was a. It and was a, you were the high touch fest guy. Yeah, yeah. Going on, and so yeah, it was actually a triple header. It was like it was ASAP Rocky or uh, Miss Mister Rihanna, as I like to call him. Yeah, now. right. Yeah. Uh, 
So ASAP Rocket then was uh two chains and then uh oh two chains God. was the feature. Uh, if you want to like put it like yeah. that, two chains yeah. the feature and then Snoop headlined it and uh and yeah. but when Snoop by the time Snoop headlined though, this is what the coolest thing was. It's like I was looking around and and when you look at Snoop fans, it's like it, it broke every like category. It was that yeah. black people, white people, Indian, Asian, Latino. Every kind of person. It was every age. It was sixty year olds out there. It was fifteen year olds out Martha, there. Martha Stewart. Yeah, it was like yeah, for sure. It was literally every type of person. It was rich people, poor people, yuppies, gangsters, cholos. Yep. It was every type of person that was out there. And I looked. Cheerios. <laughs> it was uh cheaties out there it was all yeah. kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah i was just looking at that crowd and i was like man this is amazing this man's crowd is so amazing he got every type of person and then at that it was like a light bulb went off in my head and it was like this is what i want my crowd to look like i want everybody can come to my show and they can laugh they can have fun and so i, I dropped the drop so i'm like i'm brad sativa and so and after 420, uh, 15, I, I, I'm like Brazzativa. And then I came back. When, when I came back, the funny part, I came back. I'm happy. I got my name. I got my inspiration. I got everything that I want going in the right direction towards it. And then my roommate at the time, one of my roommates, they both were DJs, uh, but they both had like like uh, like regular jobs too. I came back and it was like, yeah, Brad, why did you go to Denver? I'm like, well, I just wanted to go, blah, blah, blah. They was like, well, you could have did this. You could have did that. I'm like, well, I'm not late on rent, so it don't matter what I could have did. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. the rent was paid. So it's like, you can't tell me how to spend my money. And we got into like a big argument. And he just kept saying like, so what is your plan? You so smart. Which I'm like, I'm doing comedy, bro. And he was like, comedy? You know how pe many people do comedy, blah, blah, blah. People do try this and try that. And it pissed me off so bad. I just quit arguing. And it put a chip on my shoulder. And then for for the rest of that year, I just kind of put my head down and just focused. Yeah, just yeah. start going in and just and like, yeah. And then I don't know. I just that would kind of put me on my trajectory. It, it gave me like a, a work ethic or where I'm proving motherfucker wrong kind of thing. Yeah. And, and so, and so you yeah. really did. You you, you truly did. And when you popped up, when you popped up, I had been doing comedy. I've been now over ten years, and uh, you just came out of fucking nowhere. And from the second you did, I heard your name. It wasn't yeah. like. Like I've I've heard your name for years and years, and I knew that everybody's like, you go to Nashville, you got to hit up Brad Sativa for shows. You got to do this. He's great. He's on this. He's on that. I saw you pop up everywhere, and not, only ever heard the best things about you too. Oh, well, appreciate you, appreciate you. And, and now I say the best things about you. But yeah, okay. yeah, like but, mutual for both of y'all for sure. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for mine. Thank you. Well, yeah. well you, you're not my favorite, but you know. Well, yeah, you are, right. You, you yeah, fell in. Right. You whatever. I have probably, you're my you. I'm your stepsister, dude. <laughs> we have uh, for real for full. Me and Catherine have been in more probably states than oh, a I lot think of so. people. Yeah, we've yeah, been in a lot, of random, a lot of random places together. Minneapolis. Yeah, that was fun though. It was yeah, that was a weird good. weekend for you probably. <laughs> dude, Minneapolis, man. Oh, See, that was that. Festival where you got that tattoo of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matthew, she was just a, oh. a weekend. She was out there with with one of her exes, 
<laughs> that's also one the of my ex that caused this podcast. <laughs> this is the catalyst for this podcast. He's a Virgo too. I know. I know that about him. Don't don't, don't blame it on being a Virgo. Don't I, you dare. No, no, that nothing to do with being a Virgo. Virgos are known as being the most loyal. I've been saying that's what. So it's it's just funny that it's just like yeah, him. It's like I always tell people, me and him, we have a lot of same like kind of like some stuff like a like, but I'm like on a Virgo, but they're like, if you could compare us, I'm like a PTO vacation and he's like spring break. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I like, I'm like a cruise ship. I want to just go kick up, wash the water. He's like spring break. It's like, he's a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We both having vacation. We both taking time off, but we just doing different stuff. That's very accurate. Very true. Very true. Yep. Um, all right. Enough about that. So, uh, (laughs) No more time wasted. Moving on. on. Let's move on. out um, about your faults. Yeah, <laughs> I got them. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, okay, Brad. We let's get in um, thirty minutes later into this cheating story. Brad, um, take us back to a time. Are we? Are are we drop top? Or nah, is, is the top is the top still then. on? Is the top yeah. screwed on tight? Huh? Oh, Where is, is Brad? Are you are you in Nashville? Are you CPK? Are you in Mylon? Like where are you? Take us back to the beginning of this relationship. But like set it up. Tell us where you are, what you want out of life. Yeah, number one, uh put more drawl on Mylon. Don't be just Mylon. <laughs> yeah, put more drawl on. Yeah. yeah don't, yeah, put more drawl on it. Don't be disrespecting them country people out there. They know I love. I gotta go back for the rest of my life there. So don't be messing them up. <laughs> Mylon. Uh, but Mylon. yeah, so it actually was the, which is funny. It was the Brad M. Ballard years. Oh wow! When I leaned into the PLLC name, I was in college. Um, can I can I say something before what? we start? I would just I just want to point out. Not a lot of people are going to put this together, but the fact that you so you were so adamant about dropping the Ballard, but your cousin does comedy in Atlanta, Marlon yep. Ballard. I'm sorry, yep. Marlon you know is your cousin. I yes, did not they're know cousins. That. Did not yep. know that. Net, we are, didn't, oh didn't, didn't think about changing his name once. I just nope. put that out there. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. His name also is Marlon. Marlon. That's yeah, right. I was just about to say, I was like, well, so I mean. He, 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 he ain't no white Marlins out here. You know <laughs> so, it's like, so it's a whole totally difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Google Brad Ballard and see what pops up. <laughs> do that. Do that Attorney at law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, real or, estate agent. No, yeah. or more like a, another uh, fraternity kid. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lacrosse, state yeah. rape. Yeah, right. no, yeah. Lacrosse. It's like the worst people. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Marlon goes by that name because his name is Marlon. Marlon. So oh, like, okay. yeah. Got it, um, got it. All right, it. you're Brad P. Ballard in this Brad M. Ballard. Brad, Brad M. 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 Got Ballard. Okay. And that's when, I, that's when I was in college. I was uh, I was heavily involved in college. Uh, I went to MTSU. Um, it's probably about 30 minutes outside of Nashville. It's... Uh, a state school, of course, but it's probably the biggest undergrad uh, in the state. So a lot of people there, and, and I was I was quite popular. Um, as we've learned, as you are everywhere you go, Brad. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in a fraternity. I was a Phi Beta Sigma, the infamous oh. I.O. the Mu chapter. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's right. all I get that in. Um, okay. But I was a frat guy, and uh, but I kind of I hung around everybody i hung around the white greeks i like i used to hang around everybody so i used to be very involved in school i was the president of uh of my greek council i was the 
the vice president of my chapter. I was like homecoming king. I was all kind of different stuff. Uh, yeah, so I was highly involved. Totally different person. I used to wear polo khaki. I polo. knew it. I was going to say, yeah. were you in little pastel polos? I, wear, I had the polo, everything polo. Polo jackets, the little, the little, the, yeah, the, the chinos. I was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I got to see pictures of it. You got to send us pictures. I'll see some pictures for sure. I got to see and, this. Yeah. And so I was, yeah, so real kind of like. I went like say I, I had a little thing where I was yeah, kind it of. It sounds real. like you were more like Brad Adderall at this. Point. <laughs> no, I wish I didn't find. I probably had better grades. <laughs> <laughs> Brad yeah. Adderall. Yeah, I wish, man. I, I I tried Adderall. I tried Adderall twice in college. I tried it once during the summer, and it, it, we was at a pool party, um, and like cause we had a we had the, the brand new apartment, so. Every in the summertime, every day it was like spring break. Everybody yeah. would come to our pool. Everybody would bring everything, and so one day I took an Adderall. It was like nine o'clock in the morning or some shit, and I'm drinking. We drinking beer. I probably drank thirty beers that day. I was drinking all kind of like all kind of alcohol and shit. And then I woke up the next day at like nine in the morning. Like I was, I partied about three or four in the morning. I woke up at nine. I'm like, and I didn't feel shit. And like, I was like, no, I'm never doing this again. I like, I need repercussions. Yeah, I need scary. to be, feel like a piece of shit. I'm like, I, don't, I cannot, like, I know this. And so I never touched Adderall again until the week of finals. And I was like fucking struggling. I was asleep. And then I had one Adderall and I like, literally, I was like in bed asleep. It was like one o'clock in the morning and I reached that Adderall. I just like put it in my mouth and went back to bed. And five minutes later, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I knocked out that paper and I was like, God damn, I'm glad I didn't do this. It, it's like I, the, the whole thing kept going back to me. Like, I'm glad I did not mess with Adderall because I would have been addicted. I would have got addicted yeah. to that shit. Same. That's why yeah. I can't do it. I, so I was a little bit. Yeah. So I'm glad that I did not. If I would have did it in college, if I would have found out what I found out on that last day when I did it in college, I would have been fucking addicted. So I'm glad yep. of that. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I was pretty, like I said, pretty popular. I had Homecoming King, had all these things I was doing. So I was pretty popular with women as well, just especially back then, because they kind of put me in that position. I um, I used to do the student orientation, like when new students come in, if they wanted to anything thinking anything about Greek life, uh, they would come through me and I would do a, a talk to everybody. And so, yeah, so it's like the school really like pushed me and I, they really were like were centerpiece yeah. me in a lot of different things. And so I was like, okay, so I, I was dating. I was a little, I definitely was hoish out there. Okay. Uh, in All right. Those years. Yep. Uh, it started off pretty slow. Like my first year, it was kind of slow. Then my second year, it was kind of slow. But after like my, my third year, uh, I, I, for the last two and a half years of college, it was just craziness. But I dated this one girl. We kind of like I said we both kind of was kind of popular. She was in uh, one of the one of the white Greeks, um, but she wasn't white. But she was in uh, one of the white Greeks. Because <laughs> um, I am I'm in a historically black Phi Beta Sigma. Like I said once again, we right. defined nine. And so, but uh, we used to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think. I think legally he has to drop that like at least think, five times yeah. throughout the it's, thing. It's yeah. part of your um, initiation, right? Yeah. 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 yeah and it's also it's like, I don't wear a lot of paraphernalia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? For one reason, like, theoretically, it could probably be now, it'd probably be all right. But back then, you ain't supposed to associate drugs or alcohol. You ain't so, we were never right. supposed to get messed up in our letters. Like, you, uh, if, like, right. like, like if, I, if you had your letters on, you're not supposed to be like throwing up drunk. You're supposed to always well, sure because you gotta, yeah, it's gotta be respectful to, yeah, 
the, yeah. The so, yeah, so yeah, hence yeah. that's why you always see like the frat boys wearing polos and stuff like that because they, they regularly can't wear your letters and act a mess. And Got so, um, and so yeah. yeah, so uh, but yeah, I also want my brothers to know I do appreciate them as well. And one of my brothers, one of my they are they are all listening to this, by the way. Of course, yeah. That's, that's real though. One of my line brothers, he's uh he's uh the eighty five South music director. Oh really? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, J-O-N, oh, yeah. he's one of the words of God. Yeah, so we from the same pledge class. Uh, he's from Tennessee, too. He's from Jackson, Tennessee, West have you Tennessee. Done, have you done one of those shows yet? Have they had you on? No, no, I should have jumped in on it, but I should have. Come on, man. Did they come to Danny's? Oh, no, they, they, they pass that. They pass Zanies now. They do. They only do uh, arenas. Yeah, they did like Dude. the Grand, they did the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, for the the they and did you Netflix. Gotta, you didn't see the, 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 that big Netflix festival? I didn't see it. They, 85 South was did like a Netflix, Netflix is a joke? Yes. Yes. <gasps> I'm so excited for them. That's fucking huge. Yeah. But yeah. Brad, you've got an in. You need to be like, let me guest on some of these. Come on. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, so that's, yeah, that's was, yeah, so that was crazy. But yeah, so it, it's funny to see him. He's doing very well at that. And so, yeah. And so we got to, like I said, so I'm, I'm kind of always inspired by people. So I always like to, to let people know this, where I'm from. Cause if they ever, like, if they ever question, like, I'm from the country, I'm five beta sigma, it's all this stuff. So if any of this stuff apply to you, know that y- y'all can also do it. Y'all can make shit happen. So I always like oh, to yeah, plug yeah. people. Um, Wait, real so, quick. I have a personal yeah. question. Do you have one of those brands? Is that, is that part of that, that one? Oh, here you- it is. He's got it, it. He's got a brand. I knew it. it. Yeah. And my skin is—I got good skin, so it don't yeah. really keloid. Keloid or anything. Yeah. yeah. On keloid, but yeah, I got two. I got one on my calf too. Um, oh, man, yeah. that shit's wild. Yeah, no, though. It's the literally only skin imperfections I got. <laughs> so I knew, yeah. So um, oh, like not not like that. Like I ain't got perfect, but I don't have tattoos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, You're better yeah. than us. We get it. We yeah. Get it. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm actually gonna get. I'm gonna get my gummy bears tattooed above my knees. So that's you good. should. Oh you my know. god, uh, I love that. I yeah, love so that. I, I'm definitely gonna get that done because it's gonna be good. silly. I'm, I'm gonna wear hoochie daddy shorts all summer. Have my thighs, have my knees out with yes. uh, with the gummy bear kneecaps. So yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. By the time I yeah, I'm coming. Hoochie daddy coming. God, yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Hoochie All right, Daddy. that's his next tour. Okay, so you're the king of the high. You're king of the college. Yeah, they got rename it got, after you. Yeah, <laughs> women lined up. Women lined up everywhere. So when does this relationship? Who's this? Who's this chick? When's this relationship? She's in a white fright sorority, not white. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so, so she's in a white sorority, and uh, so like that, we started hanging out. We kind of like our fraternity sorority. Uh, we was in a group together because uh, mm-hmm. homecoming you'll do like they'll put Greeks together, and you're like, oh. For three months, y'all got to do everything together, and y'all do right. social stuff together. Y'all do everything, so we kind of uh, went to that. So I went to uh, it was a flag football game. It was we we were supporting women's intramural football, so because of that, they were part of our our homecoming group. So I wanted to come and kind of check it out. I'm like, all right, we're gonna come, and this one girl was just running. I'm like, oh my god, who's this? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I'm kind of looking at it the whole time, and so what I'm talking to, when I'm talking to her, I'm like, man, I don't know, she kind of throwing the energy back and then so i guess it was uh about a about two or three days later she was like you want to come and get some coffee I'm like yeah let's go let's go and so we she came she came back to pick me up we went got in the car and uh we talked about coffee maybe not talk about it. she talked over coffee and then we spent four hours in the car it sounds like you're still nervous for this day mm-hmm. I, I was fine, all right 
<laughs> but no, it was uh we spent four hours in the car with the car running, just talking. And Dude, those are the best like first dates. Like those. Yeah, were, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was like, damn, wow, this, like, damn, we really spent four hours in this car just talking. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, so it was. That's sweet. Yeah, it was. It was cool, and then, um, and so we kind of started hanging out more. Then I started spending the night at her, um, spending night at her apartment all the time, which was crazy to me, just because back then you know I didn't have no money anyway but you're paying for your own apartment you're like i'm paying for this apartment i ain't even staying there it's like it, it like felt like the biggest like hustling backwards thing ever yeah so it, it got to a point where i'm like oh man i'm like catching feelings for this girl being that like i said at this point i'm i'm popular so i'm like i'm like mm. that's it but uh, i really wasn't like which was surprised me is like i did not take advantage of some of the situations because I was taking her very seriously. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, and I'm started kind of backing off and I'm like putting more energy into her. And then even her sorority sisters kind of saying like, what is, what's going on with y'all kind of thing, you know, kind of back and forth nosing this, but was with her for, for a while. We kicking it. We, we doing all kind of crazy stuff. We hanging out, we going on vacations. We, it becomes a thing. But then it started, like I said, you're on college, though, and it's, 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 and the whole thing about college, everything is, like, testosterone-based for a guy's point on the side, especially back then. This is in the early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. It's real toxic, real toxic energy. You know what yep. I'm saying? Always, well, I remember. This is, yeah. like, MTV spring break years. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it's Girls real. Gone Wild, Girls Gone Wild years were during that time yeah definitely that yep. active years going in so it yep. was yeah it was definitely it was toxic it was when toxic in, in my life was at the all-time high you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. so even and then being i was raised on southern rap music too so it was bitches mm-hmm. holds this bitches that holds that yeah and um and that's why i always kind of joke with like when when people be like well i'm like if you know how much I've changed in the last 20 years. You'll leave me alone and let me keep growing slowly. <laughs> you know what I'm like that. Like, At least you're like, trying. At least yeah. you're aware. aware yeah, let of me it grow. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> so, no. yeah. I agree. I agree. So, um, so just that kind of attitude. And, but yeah, it was really taking us serious. It was kind of getting like more or less like, man, should I spend more time with this girl? But then I find out. That <laughs> she used to work every weekend, because uh, from my, in our hometown, which was pretty close, was like the Williamson County. Um, so she used to do, she used to go and travel, made me go that we every weekend go home. Coming to find out, she was kind of like I hear that she kind of had in the gate, like entertaining conversations with other dudes out there. Mm-hmm. So me being a guy, so I already feel like I'm relinquishing a lot. So I start like kind of accepting the, the, the women's love a little bit more. Uh-huh. And it did. Uh-huh. Now, did you have proof though that she was doing anything or you're just hearing rumors that she's talking to other guys? Uh, it, it, rumors, but definitely uh, they had some, some, they had some actual credibility to them. Right. Got it. Yeah. And did you, did you confront her about any of that? No, cause I was, I, back then, I was, I was not a, I, like, Rich, I'm probably still the same now, but I, I'm not a confronter like that until yeah. it, until like, I, like I'll, I'll hold the two, I'll hold the ammunition. I'll keep letting it, you know what I'm saying? In a situation like that, I'll keep letting it go. I'm going to put it, I'm going to keep it, keep it, but I'm going to do, I'm going to act out. I'm going to do my same thing. I'm going right. to start using my, and I, and I hate to say this, but you use your, your dick as a weapon sometimes, like in college, you know what I'm saying? It's like it, when you hurt, 
uh, when you, uh, yeah, it, it was easier to like, oh, accept that you was, I'm gonna fuck this person just because, just in case if she fucking somebody, I'm gonna do it because of that. Yeah. And I, it, yeah. Were ahead. y'all, were y'all, did y'all um, say that you were exclusive to each other? Yes, for sure. Okay. God damn. That's yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I couldn't like, like I said, because I have to have, I have to have that conversation every time when it comes to that, because even the last relationship I in, I was in as a grown man, I still was like, hey, well, look, I'm like, look, I don't ask about what you're doing now, I don't, because I don't care, blah blah blah. I told her, but I was like, but I'm like, if we trying to do, if we're gonna be doing all this, it's like. We gonna have to be exclusive, and I and I say exclusive. I'm gonna take my part serious, and like so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what. Even the last one, I even told her that, and she was like, "Yeah, okay." I was like, all right, then understood. Then I just want to make sure because right now I'm not. If you are sleeping with somebody, I ain't. That, that's not my business because I didn't. We didn't have no discussion. Say about you're that. Exclusive, exclusive yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like, that's so matter. important. I mean, that's so important. That's where that's where lines gets crossed. That's where it gets gray. That's where people go. Well, I didn't know we were together. So sorry, I slept yeah. with five people. Yeah. yeah, even last night, like maybe last night, huh? <laughs> but no, no, not like that. But I don't know. I've been hanging right. around this one girl. I've been, I've been hanging around this one girl. Uh, not that like not that long, but but like we've been going out. I guess it's like our second time, like last night. But it was some guy that she told him, like where she kind of messed it up. She told him that we was dating already. So, but she was doing that as a like get him away. Yeah. But at the same time. She entertained enough of his conversation to where it was like, why you put me in this situation? Like, right. no, number one, now it's making me look like, now I got to say something almost disrespectful to him. Because like, if you told him that we was together and he's still talking to you, so that's disrespectful to me. Right. But if y'all were just talking, it is what it is. <clears throat> he can shoot his shot. So it, yesterday, actually, almost it put pressure on me for me to just make the power move. And I made out with her. It, like, before I probably would have. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, nah, come here. But just like, I just had like, made me make the, like the power move. Like, no, nah, uh, we talking right now. And so let me end this right now. So yeah. yeah so I, I power moved yesterday because of that. There you did. All right. She knew, she knew it though. She knew she was like, all right. Like she knew she almost put me in that position. I guess it felt like it, but yeah, but I don't know. It made me. It made me make the move. So, yeah. so I'm aware of stuff like that. And, but if like if it's if it's casual, it can be casual. But if mm-hmm. we if it's trending past that, I take it serious. And so I, I like was that. taking it serious. But it's like I said, it was college, and so it was. Oh. And it was like yeah, it was just kind of get back game, uh, mm-hmm. with e- with each other. And it it just got to the point where we just really, really was petty and grew apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And but. The best thing about it is that the rest of college, I was like, it burnt me though. It I ain't gonna lie, that was the relationship that took it, made, made it take eight years before I could consider being in a, a real relationship. Wow. And so that's why it's important to me. It's like it made it hurt a little bit, but it also made me like not want to hurt like that for a while. Yeah. And so it made me like put up a wall where I'm like, I ain't dating no white series. And mm-hmm. I kind of, I guess, I would say this fortunate with me is that I'm not like a, uh, I don't have no fucked up things with women where I disrespect them a lot to them, um, uh, in a way that like where they would hate me for the rest of my life, kind of thing. Right. Even people that, even the girls I dated, I usually have pretty still cordial with. Some of them maybe they might have been married and divorced, and they and they'll come holler at me afterwards sometimes. You know what they do, but, yeah, but they do. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just because I, I don't know, I was focused on. 
always focus on having a good time. Making people like when you with when you with me, we're just gonna enjoy each other's time. We're gonna kick yeah. it, we're gonna cut up, we're gonna laugh. And so that's that's what I don't know made me really kind of hone it all in was that relationship to make me like not give up that vulnerability a lot because yeah. Of and see, people always say guys are not like men are not the emotional ones, and men are which I've never ever bought into that bullshit because I've seen so many guys like that that will go through heartache in a way that, like you said, like keeps them from wanting to be hurt again for years and that's Mm -hmm. that's they don't it's vulnerability and it's it's you got your feelings hurt and i don't know you learn from it it, sometimes i think it hurts harder for guys because they i think as a woman you just you're told that you're emotional and that you get attached Mm -hmm. so you just kind of expect it guys like i don't think it's they expect it so it's more it's a it's like a blind you get blinded by it really quick yeah for sure oh i agree you can't admit to it either like especially and then yeah 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 it's like around your your friends yeah yeah we can bitch about it we can start podcasts about it we rehash it all the time and men are like i don't want to talk about it and then just not even be in a relationship which is wild to me yeah so tell me so tell me more about like this actual like when it all came to an end like do you remember because y'all both hurt each other, obviously. Did you ever have full proof that she was like with somebody else, or was it always just hearsay? Or did y'all fight I, about it? She actually did have someone. Uh, oh <laughs> shit! Was. So there was but like somebody else. Yeah, and it was almost uh, where it was almost a placeholder situation. But she, he was, or you were? Almost me. Yeah, for oh, real. Yeah, hurt. for sure. Uh, because I found out later. This, uh, her boyfriend, high school boyfriend at that time, like we were pretty young. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, her high school boyfriend, uh, once she was with all through high school, was kind of was in jail for like a year and a half that whole time. So mm-hmm. even though they was broken up, they still was conversing and uh, yeah, all kind of shit. Yeah, kind of waiting on him to get out, probably. Yeah. Like- um. Okay. So she was cheating. So that was proven. All that stuff. Um. And then it just ended. And then you just were like, no moss for for eight years on women right yeah it was like or relationships yeah, relationships. Relationships. yeah I, I still yeah. it was like oh let's go out here and heal and, and that's and he, poor yeah. dude is like through his dick and it's bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to heal yeah time to heal yeah for eight years yeah that's a, that's a long long therapy session right yeah 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 and then and for healing for you could be um uh, a long hoe phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I always tell people my best hoe phase was when uh, I'm gonna buy you a drink was out. When like that, oh, that summer, it was the best. Yeah. That was my best whole summer year. I could, it was like yeah, oh, mm, it was beautiful, beautiful year. Because the song <laughs> came on and you just bought somebody and a then drink. You somebody a drink. Yeah, it was oh, easy. Like, That's when the club was the club. That's where you could, yeah. they played. They had the back. To, yeah, you could play a certain type. Of, and like like all my roommates was DJs, so I was getting all the parties yeah. free. And hang out, yeah. It was just, yeah. That's is that also is that also same same amount of time that uh shot 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 that that came out about that probably came out about three or four years after that, maybe five years. But yeah, that's kind of but that continuous that phase was like the the best best time to be at bars and clubs. Yes, for sure. Like because the best music, the best like I don't know, man. Everybody wanted to drink. Everybody would be like partying together. God. Yeah, when Lil Jon was like one of the top producers, it was like one of the best. That's. I agree. Yeah, like yeah, and all that stuff was out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, those were the days. Yeah, that's when Lil John. I was. He kept it lit. Like, lit so go ahead, Kevin. Yes. I, I was. Thank you, Brad. Uh, I I was young though, so like we were going like shot, 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 shot. We're fourteen. Shot, 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 and we would just the only time we would be drinking would be 
in the back of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we didn't get to have club that wasn't my club phase yet but we were just yeah. illegally drinking yeah. our parents yeah woodford reserve in a basement right <laughs> okay, okay, okay. yeah that's what i love about kentucky it's a cheap cheap drinking state but it's, it's it's bad being in kentucky but other than that it's a great place Correct. to drink. it's a great place yeah. to drink. it's a great place to drink yeah it's a great um, place okay. to drink and leave <laughs> and drink and leave it's yes. our slogan <laughs> <laughs> now, so it's hard to get a dui in kentucky i know that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah and it, they, you get them but you have to try hard yeah you got well because if you're drunk on a horse you're not getting pulled over so right right, right. It's just, we, <laughs> yeah honestly it's just hard for the because the cops are also drunk so it's hard for them to keep yeah. up with you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um okay so now we got some uh follow-up questions for you brad um if you in that that particular relationship could have done anything differently if you if you would have done anything differently would you have and what would it have been uh I probably would have uh, probably wouldn't have dated her. I would have went with somebody with different traits, um, mm. because I don't know. As as especially as I grow up now, it's like now, and I reflect on college, and I always say I'm in like the first generation of Facebook. Um, so it's like when Facebook first came out, I was when it only could yeah. be college students can get in, um, mm-hmm. and so from that. It, like Facebook is still even to this day remind you of like what people was leaving on your wall, what people were sending. Oh you. yeah. And so sometimes I look like I was like, man, that girl it was a good girl. I didn't even acknowledge her because she wasn't yeah hoish. Uh she wasn't like doing mm-hmm. uh yeah, you know, some things like like you could have I probably could have found a wife probably in college if I would have went in the right mentality. But also I was yeah. but also I was from a small town. And yeah. it might not have been the best thing for me because I might be getting divorced now too. So it's like so one hundred percent. Yeah. So it's yeah, awesome. and your lifestyle that you live now that you love, I don't know if it's necessarily you might not to yeah, go. and you might not have found your life now. Yeah, even my last relationship, she was like, after I recorded my album, she was like, well, yeah, I was like, after the album, I thought you was gonna slow down. I was like. Slow down. It's like, ooh, like, I'll do it. What's the point of putting out an album? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna, yeah, I don't know if this is gonna work, baby. Like, I, like, I no. love you, but, I'm, and it's, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. The girls I meet now, or girls I date now, they know for sure know that I'm a comic, but they, I try to come in with the right amount of expectations. I try to like, I try to like stay consistent. I'm not gonna like text a girl every day. Even a girl from last night, uh, like we've been like I've been hanging out for a few weeks. I'm not gonna sit here and burn a phone up all day today. Because I got stuff to do, and the reason why I do that because it's like when I'm on the road or when I'm doing it, other things is like I might not talk to you for two hours a day, but when I talk yeah. to you, we can have a meaningful conversation and try to be consistent with that. Rather be somebody me trying to go out my way, text her all the time right now, and then next month it's like she might not hear from me for a day or two. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm on the road, and so I just try to put expectations and not necessarily she won't hear from me, but it's a difference though. You know, it's, it's, you're busy. Oh. You're, you're out, you're talking, you're at shows, you're talking to, you're in the green room. Yeah. You're, you know, Networking. like, yeah. Or you're working on your own shit. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. You're not sitting in an office for nine to five. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Indeed. I think that's a, that's a good expectation though, is quality over quantity. Yeah. In communication when you're dating. For sure. Cause it's like, it's everybody can do that. Oh, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. How your day going? But, Mm-hmm. But yeah, they actually have a real conversation. I'd rather do that any day. I'd rather have a, a real conversation five, ten minutes rather than feel like we gotta stay on the phone forty five, thirty minutes just to feel some kind of obligation. Uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. That's all my whole thing now is like it's about creating expectations 
and consistency. Cause I think that's what, that's the good foundation of a relationship. As long as something, yeah. if, if I start something like day one, I want, like, I want it to be the same day 365. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of my thing now. I just want to be consistent, make sure I'm honest with people, make sure they know everything, how I feel, how I take the situations. And, and, and I have, I've, I've heard girl feelings initially uh and then they come back a, a year or two later and not necessarily in a sexual way but in a way to be like well brad thanks for being honest you didn't lie to me you you could have did that yeah you pissed me off by not wanting to get in a relationship but you told me why you didn't want to and now i respect that and i always i always say to like my young chick like she's, she's my young chick 30 now that's all i say is like a girl that Good. a girl like what i used to Smart. like when she was 21 we used to talk and um and now she's 30 and so it's like it, when I talked to her at 21, it was a whole different thing. She was pressuring me and wanting to do all these things. But when she got 26, 27, she was like, Brad, dang, like, thanks for putting me on that. Like, thanks for not doing that because not everybody else I dated before you or after you, I hate them. And because they, yeah. they were liars. And so, yeah. and so it's like, even though we're not, like, she's in a lesbian relationship now. We still, but like, we're not even active towards it, but she's still with great friends to, to this day because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's beautiful. Well, you've already answered like pretty much the two of the other questions I have, which is where are you now, which you've already described that as where you are in your relationship, um, all of that. And uh, well, you're something could be a relationship or whatever. Um, and then I guess the other question, too, that I feel like you already answered is like advice of like what you would tell other people in those situations, which you have. I mean, you kind of covered it, like be honest, be open, set up the correct expectations. Don't bug the shit out of somebody or love bomb them. And then later not yeah. be able to follow through with that same amount of energy at the beginning, like give them the same amount of energy you're willing to give them at day 365. I love that. I think that's so smart um, for any age, anybody who's dating and in a relationship. So you gave really good advice for that. Um, is there anything you want to add to that advice? Yeah, I would say this. And I, the reason why I say that too, by keeping consistent, because uh, I'm in, the, like I said, once again, I'm in Nashville. And so there's a lot of white dudes out here. And like saying all white dudes are liars, but white white dudes are full of shit though more than us. Cause white dudes would be the shit like no, I'm saying when you talking to a girl in a bar and they'd be like, "You're so beautiful, you're so like oh my god, you're the most beautiful, most amazing girl. I just want to spend your time." Oh, like if anybody told you that you're so like yeah like whatever. Yeah, any, that's my favorite. Yeah. Hold on, has anybody ever told? Yeah, bitch, you see me? Oh, yeah. Do you think this is the first time I ever did yeah. my hair, makeup, and high heels? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this ain't the first time, baby. And just, yeah, yeah. So white dudes go, they go heavy on that hair, and it's like all that, like doing all that just to sleep with them one night and get rid of them. And I said, that's how you create bitter women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. if you were just like, I won't tell women any of that stuff. I ain't saying that they, even if, if you are beautiful, I know you know it, so I ain't got to tell you. And, and t- yeah. I won't tell you until you mine or close to mine and that about your beauty. You know what I'm saying? We'll get to that point later. But and so and that's what I'm saying. I like to I would say to show people what what you actually have to offer past the vanity. Show people what you have to offer when you actually like hanging out with somebody when you're actually chilling with somebody. That's the stuff that really counts because yeah. that's how the people end up being in relationships for 50, 60 years and not and the ones that's based off of usually, oh, we look good in pictures, fizzle out <laughs> around about 40. For sure. Because that was a thing that I did for a long time. It's like I would date 40-year-old white women. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. Not date them, date them, but like uh, act like sexually Entertain. dating. 
Um, right. Mm-hmm. Be- it's actually dating. <laughs> because it was, I don't know, because it was like they was married to. Because the sex is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was the exact opposite of whoever they married. It's usually some, yeah. like, some square, like, guy that made a lot of money, but probably was cheating on them with somebody younger, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, doing things, but they end up paying the alimony to them. And, and so these women will come back like, well, I want to try something different from every guy I tried. I'm hang out with a black comedian 10, 12 years younger than me. And it's like, and it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. It, I don't know. It, that part is fun to see people making that decision in their life. So that's, for, that's even for me. I love, I love, I'm a very, uh, about the psychology of sex. I'm very, uh, I, I've researched a lot of stuff on there. I'm very into it. And, you know, so I took, like, I took some college courses on it. And ever since then, I kind of, um, like, deep dive into the psychology behind sex. And I don't know, in, in people's mind frames, I think it's amazing sometimes. Agreed. We need to have a whole other episode with you. Damn. What you've learned from the psychology of sex and stuff. Like, that's, I definitely could, well, obviously, you could talk for another hour. So we could have you on. Yeah, we're going to do another podcast. We, can, we, can episode. Another sure. we should, we should, and get into that. I like yeah. that. I like that as a topic. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a, yeah. it's a whole thing. <laughs> I'll say yeah. this I got, it, it's not going to come out. It probably, within the next year or so because my my podcast partner is um he want to we, we want to redo the thing but i did a we did a podcast uh about us being two uh black grown men we was both raised different he raised with both parents uh grew up in a like grew up in a nice household i grew up single mom but we discussed us being toxic and what we're like from where tox- our toxicity started and to where we are now in our levels of toxicity and how we do I, Oh my God, yeah. I would listen to I love every, that. I would binge listen to that podcast. You have to do it. Yeah, we, Redo it or whatever you yeah, got to do to do that it. podcast. I, I, we hit like, so I asked, so I asked some crazy questions sometimes. And so I unpacked a lot within him. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. it, it got real heavy. And he was like, I don't know if I want that to be my introduction, but we're going to bring it back for sure. And regardless, I know at, at, at some point we're going to release that Uncut, that uncut one, the ones that we talked oh, about. The, yeah, like, you break it up into different episodes. Yeah, for sure. Ease them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. we did like ten or twelve of them, and, uh, and yeah, it's yeah, and it was like I say, I just think it's a topic that, from a man's perspective of my age, I call myself the tweener age, where we in between the old people and 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 we in between the young people, uh, where yeah. we're not we're not like millennials uh like the the young millennials the ones that's at, born yeah. after like we're the old we're the old millennials yeah yeah, yeah for sure and yeah. so it's like of going of saying that whole fast like even while kind of talking Where earlier oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't count you we, it's more it's more or less me and lace you're kind of like uh yes uh, us too us too yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why you guys. She's a baby millennial. Yeah, that's why she's I, the young, like the one of the younger ones, and we're one of the oldest. Yeah, ones. for yeah. sure. Yeah, we have to yeah, tail in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's just how how I grew up until now, and just uh, we want to talk about different things like that. So that's why some of this stuff is easier to talk about now because we did unpack a lot of like stuff from our childhoods to to now, and so Damn. so yeah. I need to listen to that. Everybody yeah. needs to listen to that. That's fascinating. And I wish more men would do that because women constantly talk about our feelings, what we've learned. We're constantly doing self-help. We're always trying to do better, trying to listen, trying to reevaluate every decision we made. And I feel like men just like shut it off. And if they, and the ones who don't are like made fun of for being like too, whatever, sensitive too or, hippie exactly. or too in tune. And I, yeah. I think it's, I love that approach, which is 
hey, listen, we were toxic and for this reason, and here's what we've shed from that, and here's what we've learned, and here's where we are now. Here's a we're love growing. That. Yeah. Yeah. Growing. That's yeah. beautiful. And that's why yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like to get the like cause like that's why I try to tell people it's like, hey, yeah, like I said, though I say earlier, it's like, baby, yeah, I'm I'm not the I'm not the most like like I'm not the most nicest person. I'm not gonna phrase stuff in the right way sometimes. But but if you look at my history of how I treat people, uh, how I talk to like like I said, how I talk to people, like I can say some fucked up shit to people. Yes, but it's usually people yeah. poking that bear. But I've been uh, like right. I've been able to put myself around so many different type of people where I can see stuff from different levels. Like I say, I me working at that restaurant, I was being around gay people all the time, which I I never even. Like never was into that capacity. Even though I got yeah. I got gay frat brothers, but we still like they did some. They didn't come out to after college. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. that's oh, yeah, because yeah, it it was that's how it was back then. You don't want to. Oh, it was. I know. Yeah, it's like yeah. you didn't want to. Like a lot of them didn't want to be in college. And I actually joked with him. It's like my frat brother called me. Uh, he was like, Brad, I got something real important to tell you. I'm like, what? You gay? And I said it like, and he he took a pause and he was like. Yes, I'm actually. Yeah, that's what I actually called you about. It <laughs> 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 is. Uh, I love that. And it, and it wasn't because me. I wasn't calling him gay, like in the in the sense of. Sure. Of, no, you were. You, yeah. I remember him in college. He tried his best. He was a virgin for the longest, but he tried his best to oh. get laid and, and, and with women. And it was like it always something like crazy happened. It was like it's funny though. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like he had, He's yeah. like. I, I tripped and fell and hit my head on the bed and passed out. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah. Oh man. Well, hey. I'm sorry. No, not to not to interrupt. Uh, but I well to interrupt. Uh, I know Catherine's got to go to work, and but we don't want to end this without being able to plug yeah, your absolutely. stuff and to get this last really stupid question in real quick. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Catherine, ask him the stupidest question um, that we have. Okay, Brad, you take psychology classes. You're in tune with your feelings. So here's a real dumb question for you. You get cheated on again. Um, you're dating a, 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 a middle-aged white woman and she goes back to her husband. Would you rather the other guy be hotter or not or hotter than you? And why? Uh, I guess uh, at this point it's like, I realize what I offer and it's like, and it's always been the same thing for the last 20 some years or whatever. It's like, People can be hotter, taller, skinnier, bigger, smaller, but it's like when you with me, we gonna cut up. You are gonna laugh like you never laughed before. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna be able to. We're gonna be able to do some crazy shit. I'm. We're gonna be able to do some spontaneous shit. We'll be able to like. So I'm a different. I'm a different hang. And it's like if you want to go, if everything based off of that, taking pictures, or you want to have somebody cute, you can get that all day. But it's like. I don't know. I got something different to offer. And when I when people hang with me, it's like I've been fortunate. Though, that I would say I've been fortunate. I've been able to, to date women that, that 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 other guys are chasing. But it's like I don't know. I'm a different option. I do different stuff. And then being comic too is it's a different ball game too. It's like women. I meet women now and they expect some crazy shit from me. Like like yeah. and I have to like sometimes I have to temper some of them. They're like, well, you probably sleep with everybody. I'm like, I'm not sleeping with everybody. No, that's not, that's not cool. <laughs> like I could, like, but like, I'm yeah, not. Like, I'm not doing that. It's like, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I have a healthy relationship. Like, I got a healthy like a healthy sex life, but it's like eh, I'm not doing all that in there. It's some things that I have to always 
kind of like break from where people think I am, which I'm not that much different from what I am on stage to what I am uh, like in real life. But even with that, the, the, the people just kind of know like, oh, I'm a real person. I do real people shit. And yeah, we can have fun, go to a show. And that's kind of like I cheat a lot now, like with not not cheating in the realm of that. Cheat. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. tell a girl, yeah, come to a show. Come check out a show. Because I know nine times ten. That's, 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 that's a good move. Yeah. Because yeah, it's going to, you're going to close that. Day. Yeah. I'm so, so your no, it answer, doesn't, yeah, it so doesn't your answer to hot or not or is doesn't matter, not one bit. Yeah. Damn, I love that. So, you might be the first so, one who's ever said yeah. that out of everybody we've asked. I think yeah. that's the first one we've heard is doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, right. so real quick, yeah. tell people how to buy your merch, uh, and and we'll put a link to your merch and all that stuff in the thing. But and you got you put shows got online, the best stuff. You, yeah, yeah. You, got, you yeah. have your shows on your website. I'm, I'm working on that now. I actually don't got a website, but that's all coming. I'm a yeah. come on, Brad. Did you do? Because you have a brunch show at Zany's that's phenomenal. Yeah, too. It's a great thing. show. Yeah, I want to yeah. do it again super soon. Yeah, yeah for thank sure. you for having me for on. Sure. I, I'm actually got some stuff like I'm kind of working on trying to making. The, like either the third week very like prosperous for somebody to come out of town where they can do three or four shows and like mm -hmm. so i can pay them for like i tell people like if you do like one show coming from out of town it won't be worth it for the most no. part but if i can get you four shows lined up in the weekends you can actually come do different like, so that's why i'm trying to work on that pipeline to get more out of town people uh in nashville but uh but i'm working on i am working on the website though i'm, I'm consolidate everything and I'm, I've been working, uh, finalizing who I'm going with for like my CTO. Um, Got it. And so, but yeah, so right now I do mostly everything on Instagram is uh, Brad Sativa, uh, straightforward, no lines, no any underscores. And then the merch, it's um, it's Brad, it's 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 not Brad, but it's uh, comedian yeah, Brad. Like, right? No, no, just Brad Sativa. Uh, on wait, which one is? Yeah, okay. You have a few. Yeah, and the other one is Sativa BNA, and that's for the merch. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm releasing this hat tomorrow too, which is my gay pride. Oh, hat. the gay pride one. Yeah. Y'all. Okay. All right. Well, you're gonna if take if you don't have a good picture of that yet, will you send that oh, to us too so we can put that? That's gorgeous. So y'all, it is so all of his stuff either says sativa or indica. You can get any color combo. I got a turquoise and um purple one, mm -hmm. and I'm love it. And it says indica, and it's in the state of Tennessee on a black hat. It's absolutely gorgeous. So you can pick your stuff and you make everything. You've got the t-shirts, the hats, uh, everything's customizable. And now he's got a rainbow one coming out for pride. And it is, um, by the time this comes out, it'll be officially pride month. So everybody get online and they DM you, I guess. Yes, for, for sure. I'm actually going to make a post. That. I'm going to make a post today where I'm like, one of my friends like asked me to make the hat and then it came out so mm -hmm. well. I'm like, yeah, everybody should. Everybody who wants yes. it should be able to get it. And so I'm going to do... So I, I went ahead and got like like six or seven of them made automatically, but then I'm doing a pre-order tonight. I'm going to do mm -hmm. a pre-order list when I make the thing. Like if anybody want me to get it and ship it out, we can get them nice. made. And yeah, it's just like I said, I wanted to be, like I said, show my support. Uh, yeah, and show, and like, nice. it's like Kind of like I said, about the same thing. It's like if you're a fan of me, I don't give a fuck what background. I don't give a fuck who you're sleeping with. As long as you're not hurting nobody, you can be. You can support me. I don't care. I don't care how my fans look. Hell yeah! I want them to yeah. be. As long as they support me, y'all can be whatever you want to be. So, but we but love that. the good merch. Yes, right. All right. So y'all right, cool. DM Brad at uh, Sativa BNA, um, and then uh, or just hit him up. You can hit him up directly through Brad Sativa on Instagram and put in any of your custom orders, and he will very soon have a website because you need to get your shit together because yeah, you can be selling this stuff 
all over the world. Brad, I my, need a website. I get my ass kicked all the time by this. Yeah, uh-huh. It's easy. Yeah. Right yeah. this second. Get on Wix. I made all my websites through Wix. So freaking easy. It's drag and drop. Change the colors. Do the shit. Put two th- You need one page. It's like merch. Yeah. And then have another thing for, for shows. That's it. All right. Um, y'all. I got you to Nannian. Catherine's got to go to work. Um, thank you so much, Brad. We love you. We will see you very soon in Nashville. Everybody go follow him. Go to his see. shows. Buy all his yeah. stuff. Buy all our stuff too. Um, hey, you're going to be uh, at Zany's this, this weekend. weekend, right? Yep. With who? Uh, with Namish N- 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 Patel. Namish uh, Patel. Patel. Yep. yep. SNL writer, TikTok star. Y'all go, uh, if you're around Nashville area, go check out Namish and you will also see Brad there on the stage. All right. We love all of you listeners. Thank you so much. Brad, join us in saying in a really long, annoying goodbye. All right. Toodles. Bye. Appreciate y'all, ladies. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford, at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're going.